Welcome to The Congressional Record, a podcast by ProLegis. Each week, we bring you a deep dive into Congress's policy priorities. In this podcast, we'll cover the processes unique to the first branch of government and discuss some of the pressing policy issues legislators are working on. I'm your host, Charlene Burns, a researcher with the ProLegis policy team. Today, we bring you an episode on the antitrust exemption for Major League Baseball. Earlier this month, Major League Baseball, or MLB, and its Players Association ended a protracted lockout after failing to come to a collective bargaining agreement. The highly publicized nature of the lockout has led many, including members of Congress, to look at potentially stripping the MLB of its antitrust exemption. In this episode, we'll talk about what the antitrust exemption for the MLB is and how it's evolved over time. We'll also talk about the recent events that have led to calls to reevaluate the exemption. Prolegis is a new policy technology company founded by former congressional staffers and startup alums. We have one mission, to offer free tools that make it easier to learn about, track, and deepen your understanding of policy issues and legislation. We offer free features such as U.S. code redlining and a personalizable dashboard to track the legislation and congressional activity that matters to you. We also offer nonpartisan, unbiased information through our briefings and podcasts. Sign up for a free account today to get full access to the suite of policy tools on Prolegis.com. On March 10th, Major League Baseball and the Major League Baseball Players Association reached a collective bargaining agreement, ending a lockout that began on December 2nd. The lengthy, highly publicized lockout brought significant criticism to the league, leading some to call for an end to the MLB's antitrust exemption. The MLB having an antitrust exemption essentially means that the league is not subject to federal antitrust laws, including the Sherman Act, which makes trusts illegal, the Clayton Act, which protects against unlawful restraints and monopolies, and the Federal Trade Commission Act, which prohibits unfair methods of competition and unfair or deceptive acts or practices. The MLB's antitrust exemption is unique among American professional sports leagues, as the National Basketball Association, National Football League, and National Hockey League have not been granted the same blanket exception. So why does the MLB have this unique legal exemption? Major League Baseball traces its antitrust exemption to the 1922 Supreme Court case titled Federal Baseball Club of Baltimore versus National League of Professional Baseball Clubs. The case is often referred to as just federal baseball. The Federal Baseball Club of Baltimore brought the suit against the National and American Leagues of Professional Baseball. The Baltimore Club argued that the two leagues had attempted to buy out members of the Federal Baseball Club and induced them to leave, which they claimed was an attempt to monopolize baseball in violation of the Sherman Act. The first decision on the case by a lower court found the two defendants liable and damages were assessed for violating antitrust laws. However, the Court of Appeals of the District of Columbia later overruled the decision, stating that the MLB does not fall under the purview of antitrust legislation because the sport of baseball did not involve interstate commerce, even though it involves travel between states. The Supreme Court then unanimously upheld the appeals court's ruling, reasoning that, quote, the interstate transport is a mere incident, not the essential thing. 
that to which it is incident, the exhibition, although made for money, would not be called trade of commerce in the commonly accepted use of the word. This holding, that the business of baseball could neither be considered commerce nor interstate, established the antitrust exemption that Major League Baseball enjoys today. The decision in the federal baseball case has been applied to other challenges to the MLB's antitrust exemption over the past 100 years. In the 1957 case Toulson v. New York Yankees, George Toulson, a baseball player, challenged the reserve clause in his contract, which the Yankees used to prevent him from signing with another team. In its decision, the court ruled in favor of the Yankees and upheld the MLB's antitrust exemption. Arguably, the most notable challenge to the MLB's antitrust exemption came in the 1972 case Flood v. Kuhn. Kurt Flood was a prominent professional baseball player who was traded between franchises in 1969 despite his objections. Flood demanded that he be allowed to negotiate a contract with another team. He then brought a suit against MLB Commissioner Bowie Kuhn, stating that the league was in violation of antitrust laws. In the majority opinion written by Justice Harry Blackman, the court upheld the MLB's antitrust exemption, specifically citing the federal baseball and Toulson cases. The opinion waxed poetic about the history of the game and its special place in American life, celebrating great players who, quote, have sparked the diamond and its environs and that have provided tinder for recaptured thrills, for reminiscence and comparisons, and for conversation and anticipation in season and off season. However, the court also acknowledged that the exemption is, quote, an exception and an anomaly and inconsistent, but the opinion stated that it was up to Congress to remedy and not the court. The latest challenge to the MLB's antitrust exemption comes from a new lawsuit filed in a New York district court by the representatives of four minor league baseball teams, with whom the MLB recently ended its affiliation. The suit argues that the MLB's decision is anti-competitive behavior in violation of the Sherman Act. The Supreme Court has declined to hear other recent challenges to the antitrust exemption, but there are some who believe that the court could change course due to its opinions in recent cases. Understanding the annual appropriations process has never been more simple than with ProLegis' appropriations tool. The tool is a one-of-a-kind, easy-to-use, searchable database that provides historical context for federal government spending bills and contains appropriations data from fiscal year 2016 to 2021 for every account and subaccount. ProLegis' appropriations tool can help staffers quickly identify appropriations levels and trends from previous fiscal years. Whether you're working on a policy memo, reviewing appropriations requests, or trying to understand Congress's appropriations decisions, the appropriations tool can help. Sign up for our free ProLegis account to get access to the ProLegis appropriations tool today. Ending Major League Baseball's antitrust exemption has gotten attention from members of Congress on both sides of the aisle. Most recently, Senators Bernie Sanders and Dick Durbin took aim at the league and its antitrust exemption during the lengthy lockout. One night before the lockout ended, Durbin tweeted that, quote, it's time to reconsider MLB's special antitrust exemption, which allows them to act as a lawful monopoly. Durbin has also stated that the Senate Judiciary Committee, which he chairs, 
is planning to hold a hearing on the MLB's antitrust exemption this spring, although a date has not yet been announced. In a statement released following the end of the lockout, Sanders echoed a similar sentiment, stating that he wanted to end the MLB's antitrust exemption in order to, quote, prevent the greed of baseball's oligarchs from destroying the game. Sanders specifically pointed to the lockout, along with the MLB's decision to end its affiliation with over 40 minor league teams, as reasons why the MLB should have its antitrust exemption removed. Sanders most recently introduced Senate Bill 3833, the Save American Baseball Act, which would end the MLB's antitrust exemption. Sanders is not the only member of Congress who has introduced legislation that would end the MLB's antitrust exemption. Last year, GOP Representative Jeff Duncan introduced House Bill 2511, the Competition in Professional Baseball Act, which would do the same. Senator Mike Lee introduced companion legislation in the Senate. The bill was introduced in response to the MLB's decision to move its annual All-Star Game from Atlanta after Georgia's state legislature passed controversial election reform laws. In a press release following the introduction of the bill, Duncan, Lee, and a number of other Republican lawmakers criticized the MLB's decision and called for the end of its antitrust exemption. The Supreme Court has been reluctant to remove the MLB's antitrust exemption in the past, citing precedent in its previous decisions to uphold it. However, there are some who believe that the current court could potentially change course in a future case. Last year, the Supreme Court issued its decision in NCAA v. Alston, a case centering on whether the NCAA's rules that restrict non-cash education-related benefits violate federal antitrust laws. In the majority opinion written by Justice Neil Gorsuch, the court specifically brought up the MLB's antitrust exemption, referring to previous cases that acknowledged it as unrealistic and inconsistent and aberrational. That's all for this episode of the Congressional Record. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to sign up for your free ProLegis account if you haven't already. You can go to ProLegis.com, that's P-R-O-L-E-G-I-S dot com, to find additional show notes and sources for each of our episodes. Also, don't forget to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. Our handles are in the episode notes as well. Finally, I want to give special thanks to Demola Oromolade for researching this episode, and I want to thank Jason Lemons and Greg Nunziata for their editorial feedback. We'll see you next week on The Congressional Record.